Brr, it's getting chilly out there. But don't worry, come snuggle up by the fire as we present a very special holiday episode of Rolfa Romance. If it's your first time listening, welcome! We've got some hot cocoa and a warm blanket just for you. This episode is part of the story of our amorous adventures. But don't worry, it can be enjoyed even if you're not familiar with their tale. Now let's start this heartwarming side quest filled with magic, love, and all the holiday spirit you can cram inside you. The mistletoe is hung, so let's have some winter fun. This Christmas season is what I love. weather grows colder and the nights grow longer as we get into the winter season. In Claudia, and in Mirador in particular, the capital city where our adventurers are, there is a celebration with cloud skiing, a very unique sport to the area. We find our adventurers, in particular, Hilrana, our Earth Genasi druid, and Ferris, our tiefling warlock, are both excited for the potential that the cloud skiing season holds. However, our Aladrin bard Lanny, who comes from the far-off continent of Toria, has different traditions around the winter season. Have you ever been skiing, Ferris? I have never been skiing, but I'm excited to learn. Goodness. In the cold snow and the hot fire. Ooh, I want some cold snow and some hot I don't wind. spend a lot of time on the slopes. I'm mostly, you know, at the lodge. Oh, good. That's where the real action is. Mm. I rush into the room. And I have a letter in my hands, and I say, Ferris, Hilrana, I've just received a letter from my mother, and I think I need to return home. Oh, you're going to miss cloud skiing season. Oh, that's all right. I have no idea how to ski, and I hate the cold. I have something really important that I need to attend to, and um, it, it might be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Is everything okay? Yeah. Um, no, it's it's great. It's It's wonderful. I might get to meet someone who I've never met before who's very important to me. I'm not sure I'll get a chance to meet them again. So, oh my yes, my daughter. <gasps> oh, Lanny. Oh, you must go. That's very exciting. So I will be returning shortly after the Christmas festival. Oh, that's Hopefully so everything nice. will go all right. Oh, Christmas! how cute. I do hope you enjoy your cloud skiing or cloud hanging out at the resort. <laughs> um, it does sound lovely, but I, I've got to go pack. All right. Well, good luck. Send us a postcard. Oh, yes. Oh, Lanny. I will. I will. Take your warm coat. I, I don't have one of those at the moment. I, Greg has a bunch in the closet. You oh, thank you. Excellent. <laughs> good to know. So with an incredibly large oversized <laughs> yeah. coat, it's like four sizes too big for Lanny. Lanny gets bundled up and makes the arduous sea journey to get to the continent where uh, Toria is located. Ooh, I probably need to leave the Orca Delgato at home. Yeah. Because yeah, you're bringing, he attracts uh, pirates. Yeah, okay, so you can leave. You can leave. 
<laughs> Don Carlos at the at the home to be protected. I'm just imagining Lanny standing on this boat in this giant puffy, like <laughs> super puffy winter jacket. And Lanny's extremely short. He's five feet tall. It's like a child tiny. wearing a grown-up's coat. Yes. It's um, very cozy, though. It is nice and warm. It does keep you very warm. And eventually you get to Toria and make your way to the town of Hollycrest, where your mother's going to be staying and where the festival celebrating Kissmas will be taking place. It's a rare holiday that is celebrated by both the Fae and Aladrin and the humans of Toria particularly in the regions bordering Lena Alora. It just is this holiday that's all about love and celebrating the people that you care about and bringing warmth and light to the lives of people during the darkest, coldest months. And so you arrive in Hollycrest, and unfortunately, that evening that you get there, there's a terrible blizzard. Oh no. Oh. And now I'm out here all alone with yeah. my enormous jacket. Yeah, you're in, in this nice townhouse that your mom had rented out. Your mom left a note saying that she was going to be a few days late because she was detained by the queen. Not detained in a way like she's coming to jail, but she needed to assist the queen with something. So yes, you are alone in this fairly large townhouse in the small city of Hollycrest. You can hear outside the window the sound of townsfolk. My goodness, I haven't seen a blizzard like this in 75 years. Now I don't know if I'll get to see my boyfriend. Mommy, how will the frost father get us a present? I'm glad that there's no Christmas festival. Whoa, who was that? <laughs> it, was a, it was a grumpy old old person. Oh, somebody with no love in their yeah, heart, Yeah, they have clearly. no love in their heart. <laughs> Well, we'll see. <laughs> he, just, he just really brought down the mood. It's because it's because his wife died last year, you guys. Oh, we God. need to be more sensitive. Oh, he's, oh, he's so like, tragic. Every year, it's time for Christmas, and I have no one to kiss. Aww. Oh. Well, we'll see. <laughs> and he goes inside, and the small child cries. Hey. <laughs> um, Let's laugh at their pain. <laughs> It's a hell of my Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> About an hour passes. You don't really know what to do with yourself, Lanny. But then suddenly you hear a sharp knock on the door. What's that? Oh, I'm not really expecting anyone because of this terrible blizzard. I'll go and I'll answer the door, I suppose. So he gets up and he goes to answer the door. And he's still wearing his enormous... It's like only clothing. No, he's not under clothing. No, he's not fully nude. Aside from the jacket. That's your fan fiction. I, I am going to go home tonight and write that fan fiction. And I'm going to read it. <laughs> um, and what do they see? at the door. Describe yourself for us. I am the most fabulous vision you've ever seen in your life. Imagine the most glorious, beautiful, majestic princess, and then it's better than that. I am Princess Erin. I dress in Lolita style, even though it's like 10 below, because fashion. And who is with Princess Erin? Uh, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about Derek. Well, I'm a druid. I uh, work in the kitchens and stables. 
uh, at the castle. I've known these two uh, crazies my whole life. Yeah. So just average looking dude. Is, is Derek a human? Derek's a human. It sure is. Damn it. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Aaron, Hi. Derek, how did you make it out here in the blizzard? Oh my gosh. I must give you a hug. And I wrap my arms around Aaron and I squeeze her into the folds of Greg's enormous jacket. And then I also give Derek a huge hug. And he's much larger than me. So my head is like right against his collarbone. And we never see Aaron again because she's lost in the coat. (laughs) (laughs) She's been lost in the coat dimension. That's the adventure, you guys. The coat dimension. Rescuing Aaron from the coat dimension. Oh no. How did you make it out here? Well, we got, uh, we came, uh, earlier. Oh, so you've been here? Yeah, we got here a few days ago and then it's crazy blizzard happened. We were stopping by to say hi to your mom. She's not going to be able to make it, I don't think, but it's so wonderful to see you. I'm so oh glad my gosh. You're here. Is the baby with you or? Yes, Sylvia's at the castle right now. Um, she will be able to come to the Christmas festival. Oh. Um, I'm not sure there's going to be a festival. There is going to be a festival, Lanny. I just heard the news. The Christmas festival is canceled. What? Now I don't have to worry about finding anybody to kiss. <laughs> oh, I'm so sad. I love the Christmas festival. Oh, no. Christmas? I'm going to be single forever. I was going to kiss my puppy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, what? Why is Christmas being canceled? Because there's a blizzard, Derek. Blizzard schmizzard. Let's figure this out. Everybody's been talking about how it's canceled this year because of the weather. Those people don't believe in the magic of Christmas. It's going to happen. I don't know how. I don't know when. Derek, get on it. <laughs> I'm on it. Okay, Derek, make a history or arcana check for me. As a 15. Derek, you have been through many Christmases. The Frost Father is an Arc Fae who is the patron of the Christmas holiday and was the one who brought about it. He, he's from the Winter Court, which typically is a little bit darker and, and a little bit more of a cold, unfeeling part of the Fae Courts. However, he was born with a bit of a mirthful spirit. And so he has the coldness, but also he wants to bring warmth and cheer during the cold season. And that's how Kismas came about. You think that if anyone could help you, it would be the Frost Father. Now you're not sure how you could get that to happen. You've heard stories that he lives within a portal in the Lauren Woods into the Feywild. Guys, I think we're going to have to go into the Feywild and see the Frost Father. Oh, well. And you guys didn't hear any of that stuff that Derek said. So Derek just got <laughs> We're just like, looking at him. He's just staring off into space for <laughs> yeah. the last 10 minutes. Well, D- Derek, um, why do you say that? The Frost Father is, uh, he's sort of the Christmas festival was his thing. And he, he would have the power to stop this blizzard and to allow us to have the Christmas festival. And we gotta have it. You, you, you gotta meet your girl. We gotta get to the Frost Father. And Aaron, Aaron is is gonna be the princess of the festival. I want both of you guys to be happy. 
It's not exactly safe to travel the woods in such a small group. Well, if it helps... Derek's a polar bear. Derek Derek crashes and knocks over a whole mantle of of like Um, ornaments and stuff. This is a a new uh, a new development. Hello, polar bear there. Don't worry about it, small child. (laughs) Everything's fine. Everybody's really up in your business. (laughs) All the townspeople are pressing their faces against the windows, (laughs) trying to figure out why the princess is in this townhouse. Or the bear. Or the bear. (laughs) The princess is dancing bear. In a very large coat. (laughs) Oh, 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 well, um, we have a bear and we have a, a warlock. We have myself, I suppose. Maybe we could make it to the Frost Father, but I'm not sure where to find the portal that leads to the Winter Courts. That's okay. I have GPS on the sleigh. Really? What is GPS? GPS I haven't thought of that yet. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm used to Marin saying, not Marin, Aaron saying like a really, really off the wall shit like this. And I'm like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) It stands for good portal seeking good portal seeking derek's on it good job derek all right so because of the blizzard any kind of traffic in a sleigh or a cart is not feasible there's a huge snow drift that's pretty much surrounding hollycrest so you're gonna have to go on foot in order to get to the woods it's about maybe a half a day to get to the forest and then through there, your GPS will hopefully guide you to where the portal is. Okay. Maybe we should gather some uh, supplies or that yeah, kind of you thing. Can load Derek up. Load Derek. Okay. And go first to kind of clear a path through the snow. So you pack stuff onto Derek. You make your way out into the snow. Derek, go ahead and make a survival check for me. Natural twenty. Oh, hell Whoa, yeah. Derek, Derek's geez. on it. Derek's on it. Who knew that Derek was going to be the hero Derek of this is- story? <laughs> oh, it's still <laughs> early. <laughs> Derek is very easily, using his nature skills, able to guide you through the snow drift. It's still coming down pretty hard, the snow, and it's blowing through the air, but he is able to guide you to the woods. And once you get into the woods, it's a little bit easier. It it seems like the blizzard hasn't hit quite as hard here, but uh, it's still fairly snow-covered, and there's no real path that is taking you where you need to go. You just need to rely on the GPS. Make an arcana check for me, Aaron, to use your GPS. 19. The GPS, you are able to hone it and use it accurately, and it leads you... Turn left at the pine tree. You have reached your destination. I would like everyone to make a perception check for me as the GPS is guiding you. Derek got an 18. Very good. Natural one? Ooh, natural one. And I got a 7. Derek, you're keeping an eye out. It is getting to the point where there's a lot of fog in the air and snow filling the space, so it's a little bit hard to see through what's going on. You, however, are able to make out. The GPS is telling you you're fairly close to where the gate is, and you make out a a grove of snow-covered trees surrounding an arch made of ice, and snow is swirling around it, and you can smell the scent of frosty treats emanating in the air. Ooh. 
are we talking about like margaritas? <laughs> no, like ice cream and mm. and peppermint and other frosty treats. Meanwhile, I feel like Greg's like the hood of Greg's coat has like covered yeah. my entire face, and I'm like, where am I? Where? Yeah, it's you've gotten tangled up. Everything's dark and terrifying. Um, <laughs> I smell ice cream, but it's so cold. <laughs> the fog is getting even thicker, and unfortunately, with all of your perception checks, you could not beat a natural twenty oh. on some creatures that were hanging out around the gate and saw you approaching. It looked like maybe they were icicles on the trees, but they morph into these small, weird, winged, spiky creatures, and they're going to attack. Oh, man, come on. Initiative. Bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing. And they get a surprise <laughs> round because you got y'all didn't see them. Yeah. Why do they gotta be like that? That's how they be. They're good at being sneaky turds. I got a 14. 17. I got a 10. You gotta disentangle yourself from the coat. I'm gonna have to, like, just throw it to the ground and be cold. And then re- reveal that you are nude. <laughs> <laughs> to reveal my nudity, yes. That would give me, um, like, partial cover because I'm so pale. Mm-hmm. And splend right into my surroundings. <laughs> All right. So these ice methods get to have a surprise round against you all as they morph from these icicles hanging from the trees into small little creatures. There are four of them that you can see. One is going to leap down from the trees and exhale a cone of cold air. What a dick. It's going to be able to get all of you guys, so I need everybody to make a dexterity saving throw. Ten. Six. Eighteen. Okay, so both Lanny and Derek succeed. Oh, I succeed. Aaron fails. Everybody's going to take some damage, but Aaron takes a little bit more damage. Oh, gosh, that was the lowest that I could have rolled. So, Aaron, you're going to take two points of cold damage, and then Derek and Lanny are going to take one point of cold damage. The next one is going to claw at you, Derek. Are you still in your bear form, Derek? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, He's going to claw at you. That's a natural one, so that does not hit. The second one's also going to try to uh, claw at Aaron. I'm sorry, the third one is going to claw at Aaron. That's a 13. Will that hit you, Aaron? No. Okay. And then the last one is going to try to do that frost breath again. I need you all to make dexterity saves again. I got a 15. 14. Derek got a 20. Okay, everybody's great. You're going to take half damage, which would be three points of cold damage. Um, Now it is uh, back to the top because that was their surprise round. Now it is Derek's turn. Derek is going to do a multi-attack. Nice. And he is going to choose another four right in front of us. I'm going to hit number one and number two, I guess. Yeah, sure. Okay. So for number one, he is going to do a bite attack. That is a 24. Oh, yeah. That definitely Whoa. is this little guy. I'm so glad I brought Derek. All right. So for the damage, a seven. Ouch. The second one, I'm going to do a claw attack. So that is a 23 to oh, hit. Oh, yeah. That definitely hits. And that is... And you're doing it to a different one? Yes, to number two. Okay. <laughs> number two. <laughs> so that is six points of claw damage. Ouch. Excellent. Do you want to move anywhere, Derek? Or are you just going to stay where you are? He's going to stay where he is, and he's also going to roar. At okay. <laughs> Very good. Okay, now it's the Ice Mephit's turn again. They are going to see if they recharge their Frost Breath for the two that used it. That's a no for that one. 
And a no for that one. So there are going to be the two that didn't claw you last time are going to try to claw. One of them's going to try to claw Derek, and the other one's going to try to claw Lanny. So the one for Derek is not going to hit. That's a seven. The one for Lanny, that's a nine. That's not going to hit. Nope. Thanks, D&D Beyond. Um, <laughs> and then the two that didn't use their frost breast, frost breast, oh my, frost breath last time are going to use it this time. So I need two dexterity saves from you guys. Ah, I rolled a natural one. And the second one was 15. Uh, yeah, I got a four and a natural one. Okay, so you fail both. Lanny fails one. Mm-hmm. Derek got a 12 and a 19. So Derek succeeds on both. Lanny, you're going to take three points of damage. Wasn't a whole lot cold damage. Aaron, you're going to take seven points of cold damage. And Derek, you're going to take two points of cold damage, I guess. I can't do math. You always round down. So then it'll be one point of cold damage. Okay. And I took seven? Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, you please. failed the two things. Derek is just too, too powerful. <laughs> That's the end of the ice method's turn, and now it is Aaron's turn. Okay, Aaron is half dead. I'll cast Eldritch Blast. So, beam of crackling energy, six toward a creature within range. Fifteen. Fifteen does hit. Thirteen. Wow. Okay. Yeah, so thirteen. So, now, which wait, one were you 14. doing? Fourteen. Which one were you doing it to? Which ice method? Whoever was closest to me. Okay. I'm just going to say that that was the one that had exactly 14 hit points left. Yes. So that one is dead in a blast of crackling, beautiful, sparkly crackling energy. And that one is dead. Amazing. Anything else you would like to do on your turn, Aaron? I would like to jump on to Derek's back. Absolutely. You can do that. Just make an athletics check for me. 14. Oh, yeah. You got it. Hop up on a Derek's back. No problem. Now it is going to be Lanny's turn. My turn. Can I have a, like a little quick reminder of who's up and like how bad they look? Derek's looking great. Derek's a polar bear. Looking great. Right. Um, I Aaron look great, looks, looks, but I'm half, yeah. half down. Aaron's okay. hurt. Um, what about the enemies, though? One of them's dead. One, one of them is injured and the other two are fine. Oh, and you know, I forgot something. Emily's a terrible DM. So Emily forgot that when the other ice nephit died, it exploded in a shower of ice. Of course it did. So rewinding a little bit, each creature within five feet of it, which is everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 22. 17. Three. Oh no. Okay, so you were, you killed it with the Eldritch Blast, but then it exploded in these shards of ice. And so you will take three points of slashing damage, and then you guys will take one point of slashing damage. So just quick note, now you know that those things explode when they die. So Lanny, it is your turn. Aaron's pretty injured after that ice method exploded. What would you like to do? Okay, I am going to reach up onto and touch her hand, and I'm going to cast Cure Wounds. You, um, Aaron gets back 13 wow. points because I rolled really well. Amazing. So anything else on your turn that you would like to do, Lanny? Uh, no. Okay. Back to the top. It's Derek's turn. Okay. So I'm going to... And number two is injured. Number two is injured. I'm going to bite claw number two. Bite claw. Go for it. That is a 20 to hit. Dirty 20. Oh, yeah. That hits. All right. I'm going to do the claw attack now. Sure. 
That is a 16 to hit. Yep, that hits. So for the bite attack, that is a 7. Ouch. And for the claw attack, it's a 5. Okay, so that total is enough to kill this injured ice method. And again, I need you all to make a dexterity saving throw. 10. 15. 13. You all are going to take half damage. Three points of slashing damage as it explodes into shards of ice. Just for, uh, you know, everybody's knowledge, I'm at five hit points Okay, now. Oh, no. Lady is really cut up by all the ice and very cold. Yeah. Greg's coat isn't cutting it anymore. No. It's like it, cut it, into it ribbons cut now. now. Yeah, sadly. It's the ice, the two remaining ice methods turn. Let's see if they get their frost breath back. That's a no. And that's a yes. The one that did not get it back is going to claw you, Lanny. Awesome. Thank you for calling me. That will be a 15 to hit? No. Okay, so it does not hit you. You're able to dodge out of the way, but I would say that Greg's cloak does get shredded even more with that claw. Because it was so big on you and so loose on you, it thought that it was going to, like, get you, but then its claws just, right. like, slash through the cloak where it thought your body would be. Then the other one is going to use its frost breath on all of you. So, again, let's make another dexterity save. That's the name of this fight. 18. 14. 19. Yay! Okay, so you all are going to take half damage. Half of five, so you're going to take two points of cold damage. Now, it is Aaron's turn. You see that Lanny is very injured. Yeah, you're feeling a little bit better. Three hit points. And you're on top of Derek. I'm going to cast Healing Light onto Lanny. All right. Can I also, will it be an action? Can I cast that but and also lift her up onto the bear? I think the healing is a bonus action, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, healing okay. light's a bonus action. So yeah, action. you could use your bonus action to heal, and then you could use your action to try to pull Lanny up onto Derek. You're definitely going to have to roll for the athletics check to pull Lanny up. So if I have a 46 healing pool, do I? does it take one slot for each? So the way it works is you decide ahead of time how many dice you want to roll. So you would say, like, I want to roll 2d6. I'll roll 2d6. And then you lose two of them for, from your daily pool. You roll those and you... Give that a get nine. Great. And then go ahead and make your athletics check for me to try to pull Lanny up onto Derek. Derek's like, this is my lucky day. <laughs> I get a four. Okay. Um, so you are not able to pull Lanny up. Because I grabbed again, the coat. Yeah, you grabbed the Lanny's coat again. It's, it's a mixed blessing. Unfortunately, you just tug on the sleeve and then that part of the coat tugs off of Lanny's <laughs> arm. Derek makes really sad polar bear noise. Lanny, it's your turn. Hooray! Lanny's gonna cast Shatter. They need to make a constitution saving throw. It's a DC 14. So one of them fails, one of them succeeds. All right, so the whole damage would be nine. Ouch. Oh, I forgot. Um, a creature made of inorganic material such as stone, crystal, or metal has disadvantage on the saving throw. You know I don't what? know if ice counts. I'm going to say it probably doesn't, but for flavor, I think that's fun. Okay. So we'll say that they have disadvantage. So let me roll again for the other one. Yeah, that's a fail on that one. So they both take nine points of damage then. They're both up, but looking more hurt now. Anything else from Lanny? No. All right, Derek, it's your turn. All right, I'm going to claw one and bite the other. What a shock. <laughs> 23 for nice. the bite and the claw. 17. Yeah, they both hit. Four. Four. Okay, that one's still up, just FYI. For the bite. Okay. For the bite, yeah. The claw. And you're clawing the other one? Yeah. Okay. 
that's a nine. Oof. Okay, so the other one takes nine. They're both still up. Dang it. Uh, all right. Anything else from Derek? Another roar. Mick, go ahead and make an intimidation check for me, Derek. Things should be scared. Because they're pretty hurt. That is an 11. Uh, he has a minus one in intimidation. Okay, so that's... <laughs> so it actually would have been a 10? Yes. Okay. Um, so one of them looks very scared, the one that was more injured, and that one is actually going to try to flee. So it's going to disengage and scurry off into the cold. The other one is like, fuck no, I'm going out in a blaze of glory. I'm taking one of y'all out with me. I mean, I respect that, yeah. but, I, but fuck you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and that one, let's just see if it gets its breath back. It does not. So it's just going to try to claw Derek. Okay. That's going to be a no. A no for that one. It's going to be Aaron's turn. All right. I'm on the back of a polar bear. Yeah. Doing pretty good. This one looks really injured, too. That one's super injured. So I'm gonna set it on fire with a sacred flame. There's dex. It's a dex save? Okay. Yep. That's going to be a 14. The 13 was. Okay. All right, so the sacred flame just goes a little bit wide from this thing, and it cackles at you in, in evil delight. <laughs> Dare it. Anything else from Aaron? Aaron is gonna look very dramatic with tears flowing in her eyes and <laughs> hair blowing in the wind, and I just want that illusion. I that. Yeah, I love it. I just need everyone to picture that because she is a magical princess. It's, I can see it. And everything she Meanwhile, does. Lanny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Lanny is used to my antics. Yes. It's amazing. But I think that's part of the reason that we're not compatible as a couple. Mm-hmm. Because we're both so dramatic. And you upstaged me and I just can't. I can't that. deal with that. Oh, I should say what I'm doing. Um, I, I was just <laughs> rolling. With, I was just rolling. I figured funsies. you were attacking. Um, I was attacking with my rapier, but I rolled a three, so that's, oh, a, that's a total of nine. So dang. I try to stab this thing, and it doesn't work. This out guy's so good. a little turd. He's still yeah. up. Derek, let's do this. All right. Bite I'm claw. sorry. I didn't say. What did you want? Do you have a bonus action you want to do? Oh, I do not. Thank okay. you. Sorry, Derek. Bite claw. Fifteen Hits. to bite. 20, dirty 20, Definitely two claws. Alright, bite. Six bite, six points Still of bite. Still hanging in there. Nine claw Amazing. Damage. Okay, so this ice method is dead. It's gonna explode. Make a dexterity save, everybody. Twelve. Eleven. Ooh. Everybody saves. That will be three points of damage for everyone as that one explodes and you are now safe relatively, at least from the methods, that threat is gone. And you are in front of this sweet-smelling, frosty gate made of ice. You can look through it and see that the, the other side of this glade that you're in, but it just definitely... This thing is definitely magic. So you are at the frost gate of sorts. What do you do? Well, I, I think we need to go through to find the Frost Father. Onward, Derek, into the portal. Are you still on Derek's back? <laughs> I'm on Derek's back, still waving my staff around dramatically like I'm still in battle. Okay, amazing. So you guys go through the portal, and as you step into it, you can see the other side, which looks like the other part of the glade, and you hear a voice in your mind, both of you separately, saying, In order to pass into the realm of the Frost Father, you must tell us the name of one you love. 
And Derek will think, Lanny. What was that again, Derek? <laughs> Sylvia. Oh. Um, and you see the two of them say words out loud. They, uh, they you swear you heard Derek say Lanny. You don't know why. Then, <laughs> but it was like a bear roar. Yeah, a bear like, oh, roar. Okay. Well, it's kind of like Lanny. I'm not sure though. And then Aaron says Sylvia, and then they disappear. So I'm going to step into the portal as well. So Lanny steps into the portal, and again you hear a voice say, "In order to go into the realm of the Frost Father, you must say the name of someone you love." Aaron. Oh, um, and you are also transported. You walk through and there's a pristine snowscape before you. No more trees, but mountains in the distance and a paved hard candy stone road winding towards a imposing ice castle in the distance. Ooh. I don't know why I'm talking like this. You can see on the one side of the castle, the path winds through an orchard of shimmering trees and then crosses over a steaming moat of hot chocolate surrounding the ice castle. So I was trying really hard to pay attention, but all I could imagine was the the board of Candyland. Yes, exactly. Okay, you can see (laughs) little gumdrop bushes covered with snow. The air is sweet and tastes like delicious frosting and and peppermint and everything is just so magical and I need to stop talking like this. <laughs> I think you should talk like that forever. But yes, you can, it's a very magical, sugary, sweet. It's very cold here, but everything is very bright. There's a really extra bright sun. All of the colors seem a little bit more saturated and the snow and frost itself if you look at it, it's not just a plain white. You can see in the crystalline structure of the ice, a, like a rainbow, if you look into it. Ooh. So it's like it's like ice plus. Ice, ice plus. plus. I feel like we need to have a commercial break during this podcast episode for like ice plus. Ice <laughs> plus. And like ask your local weather provider <laughs> if ice plus is available in your area. Yeah. <laughs> Do not consume ice plus if you suffer. <laughs> I'm going to make an arcana check. I guess I could make. Let's all make our yeah. kind checks. See what the heck's going on. I got a ten. I guess what I was trying to wonder is like if there's any kind of forms we need to follow for this particular domain. Oh no, you have no idea. Okay. I got a six, so I'm filling up my thermos with hot chocolate from the moat. Yeah, you're not quite at the moat yet, but you can eyeball ah, that moat. I'm eyeballing that moat. There are little gumdrop bushes though, if you want, if you want to grab some gumdrops off of them. Eating the gumdrops. Yeah, they taste amazing. I'm not sure if it's a good idea to eat anything. Yeah, they taste amazing, and you also it makes you it has like a synesthesia effect where you hear like little trills of jingle bells as you're eating them. She's not going to listen to me at all. What did you get, Derek? (laughs) Derek got a natural one. Okay, Derek, this is weird. Yeah, Derek's he's still a bear. He's flipping out a little bit. He's going to kind of trot over and nudge his hand, his head up under Lanny's hand. Oh, okay. I, I did all, get off right. of Derek's back. I'm, I'm okay. going to give Derek some pats and be like, don't, don't worry. As long as we're polite and well-mannered, I don't think that we will do anything to anger the Frostfather. Hey, is anyone here? Okay, oh, you shout. Make a perception check. <laughs> 
see from down the road in the distance, there were people that were picking things off of the orchard and a small gnomish woman wearing bright green velvet clothing comes running over to you and she says, Oh, hey, hey, what's what's going on? Where'd you come from? Hello, we just came through that portal over there. We're looking for the Frostfather. Allow me to introduce Princess Erin Nivara Malarka. Ooh, a princess. Yes, she is the Princess of Toria. Princess of Toria, cool. she was hoping for an audience with the Frostfather. Oh, well, If it's um, not too much trouble. I can certainly lead you up to the palace, but, Oh, thank you. you. Know, what is your name? My name's Sperina. Nice to meet you, Sperina. My name's Lanover. It's wonderful to meet... Oh, you are so handsome, Lanover. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Um, yes, yeah, so any assistance you could provide us with would be much appreciated. Yeah, of course. Let's go. See, Derek, it's going to be all right. And so Sperina is going to lead you gleefully up the path through the orchard where you see some other gnomes and pixies that are plucking ice fruit from the trees. And then you can see over that there is a building that looks like maybe they're making some kind of ice wine out of mm. the different fruits. Ice wine looks like water. And Sparina will will leap up onto one of the trees with surprising nimbleness and pluck down a little plum and say, if anyone's welcome to have some. Well, um, I'm going to take it because I think it would be polite. Okay, yeah. Um, she right. smiles and looks but, very thank happy. Thank you so much, Sparina. Um, and I'm, I'm going to eat it. Very it tastes delicately. really good. Okay, do I hear anything? It's not hearing something necessarily. It's, it's weird because it's ice, but you get the feeling of like sitting by a warm fire with oh. like a really cute dog oh. and just really cozy feeling. Oh, I love that. Are you all preparing for the Christmas festival? Oh, well, every, every day is Christmas for us, but oh. um, we... How delightful. We, we love to celebrate. We do all kinds of things here. I work mostly in the orchard, but it is going to be Christmas, I guess, soon for the ones on the other side. But unfortunately, where we are coming from, um, Hollycrest, there's been a terrible blizzard, and we're afraid that we won't be able to celebrate the festival there without the Frostfather's help. Oh, well, that that's really sad. Um... You know, this is a little bit above my pay grade. <laughs> Let's go inside. That's quite all right, Sparina. Thank you. So Sparina will lead you up to the gates, and you are now at the hot chocolate moat, which is steaming if you wanted to try to get some hot chocolate for yeah. yourself. What are you doing, Derek? Derek will turn back into his human form now that he's someplace where there is steam coming up, because I'm assuming that means it's warmer. It is warmer up by the castle. It's The heat coming from the moat seems to put a warmth around it, and then also it seems like there's just probably magic that is heating this so to be a little bit more comfortable. Okay. Well, he's back in his human oh, form. Oh, you're, you're uh, not a bear! No, no, that's just uh, th- that's just one of the things I can do. I'm, okay, cool. I'm Derek. Hey. Hey, Derek. Hey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sparina will lead you up to the guardhouse, and she calls out to the guards that are standing there. They're wearing this frost-covered plate and little fancy, like, tabards in beautiful, colorful fabrics. And she says, hey, we, we got some people out here. They say they want to talk to the Frostfather. Like, uh, um... Okay. Hello. Yes. Um, well, this is Princess Erin Nivara Milarka of Toria. 
Cool, 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 cool. Uh, can you go get Nolis? One who hasn't talked, she nods and she says, yeah, okay, sure. I'll go get Nolis. Yeah, I'll tell him that another group's here. So she goes off and the guys just kind of stand in there looking at you. So, uh, where are you from? We're all um, from Spira. Spira, cool, 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 cool. Yep. 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 <laughs> and then a few moments pass and then you see the portcullis will open up for you all and you see from behind it coming up a a man with tan brown skin dusted with freckles and he has honey colored hair and eyes and he's wearing a dark blue velvet coat and pants and gold boots and lots of gold embroidery all over the fabric. Ooh, ooh fancy. You would guess that he is an, an Aladrin, but you're not sure what court he would be from. He doesn't have the okay. same look of the winter Aladrin. And he will come up and say, okay, so you're here to see the Frost Father. I take it. Come on in. Thank you. Yes. Um, come on. Here. Okay. And he will he'll walk quickly. He says, no, the Frostfather is very busy, so can you please keep your requests to a minimum? Oh. Like, just just get it out, deal with what he says, and then get on your way. Oh, all right, I understand. Oh, and like, just don't be rude. And you're walking through this courtyard of beautiful ice sculptures of these all these different creatures that have been carved out of ice. And he's like, yeah, sometimes he gets mad and then he turns people into these statues. So just be polite, um, be chill <laughs> and, uh, you know, be chill. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I laughed at my own joke. Do you have any other advice for us? Go home. Now? Yeah. We're not going home. We have to talk to the Frost Father. Okay, if you insist. And he will lead you into the castle. You are led into a large, towering throne room with... Looks like it's stained glass, but it's made from ice. What are your names again? My name is Lenever Ferrix. I don't think that I got your name. Oh, yeah, cool. It doesn't matter. Derek. And I am Princess Erin Navarra Malarca. Your, your Excellence, Your Grace... Before you stands Lan Lanny Lan Lanover Lanover's Lanover Ferrix, uh Princess Aaron from somewhere and Derek <laughs> and uh, they are here to beseech you for some kind of aid. Okay, go ahead. And you see <laughs> the turning around on the throne, he he had his head down and kind of looking away, looking out through the window wistfully. He turns around and you can see a tall, slender, impossibly beautiful, sharp-featured face with icy blue eyes, pale, almost translucent skin, and long white hair. He stands from his throne and he is this towering, imposing fey presence before you. And you can feel this frost that is radiating from him. And he looks at you all and he says, what is it that you want? Oh no, he's hot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lanny chokes up a little bit. <clears throat> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, yes, uh, we, we uh, are here to beseech your aid as, as your... Um, as your assistant uh, just said, we are here on behalf of the town of Hollycrest, where there's been a terrible blizzard preventing the um, the Christmas festival from proceeding as normal this year. On a personal level, if the festival does not proceed, I may never be able to see my own daughter again. This was the first time I was going to meet her, and I... That's enough information. And why are you here? He looks at the other two. 
Aaron immediately just starts crying, and there's like <laughs> sad symphonic music playing from nowhere. He quirks an eyebrow, and my a eyes bit. are just like big and like very watery, like very anime. Tears are just like flying out like sideways <laughs> from my eyes, and I throw myself on the ground dramatically. <laughs> Like, please, Frost Father. The guy that had led you in here just kind of face palms when you <laughs> do that. And the, the Frost Father, you guys can make an insight check if you would like to. 17. And you can make a persuasion check. Six. The, the two of you who have spoken so far can make persuasion checks for me. 16. 16. 8. What did you get for your insight, Lanny? 17. Okay. He looks somewhat amused when Aaron starts to cry. Yeah, that's okay for you. He didn't seem to really blink very much with your your sad story. No, he didn't care. <laughs> I think you don't know if he didn't care. He just, he wasn't, it wasn't as exciting. <laughs> it's not as exciting as this. <laughs> and you? I'm here because I love them. Looking at Lanny. Both of them. I, I love both of them. Make a persuasion check with advantage, Derek. Ooh, 19 with advantage. Frost Father just looks at the three of you for an uncomfortably long amount of time without saying anything. And you see a bunch of expressions cross his face. And the guy that had led you in, he pulls out like a book and he just starts reading it. He's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> um, this fucking guy. <laughs> All right, Nolis, you can put them through the trials. He gestures his hands for you all to leave. And Nolis is like, great, this is just what I wanted to do with my day. Come oh, on, I'm let's so go. Sorry, come on, Nolis. come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. Um, trials? Uh... Okay. Yeah, come on, let's get uh, let's get out of here. Uh, uh, and so he's going to try to usher you out as the Frost Father goes back to whatever mysterious window gazing he <laughs> was doing. It's going to be alright, Derek. I think that what you said was what convinced him to give us a chance. Derek turns scarlet. It's like, oh, I, 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 didn't, I didn't do anything. It's not true. You guys, what about my display in there? Oh, that princess. Very, very, very convincing. You're very good at crying. I'm so dehydrated now, you guys. Oh, well, no. you know, speaking of dehydrated, why don't you all come and I'll get you some food. Great, thanks. Why did it sound ominous when you said it? <laughs> I don't know, that's just the way I talk. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice. I don't. I think get that's what made food. it seem so ominous. Okay, fine. I won't get you some food. Okay. No, no, no. You just let's... stand here and wait. I can do some food. Okay. Well, what do you want? Cheese. Yeah, some cheese would be nice. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah we can get you some cheese, like a charcuterie plate. <sighs> okay. Maybe some mineral water. <laughs> it's not too much trouble. Yeah, okay. I'm going to take you to your rooms and I'll have somebody bring you your mineral water and charcuterie board. Oh, thank you, Nolas. We so appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. He gives you a very unconvincing smile and and will lead you up a winding staircase into a beautifully appointed three-bed bedroom, almost as if it was just waiting there just for you, colored in all these beautiful, magical, shimmering fabrics. And so eventually you are he, he leaves you in there. And then maybe about five minutes later, you hear a little knock on the door. And then in through the door comes a duo of people carrying things. One of them is a fairy. She has shimmering red wings 
and candy-striped red and white hair. She's wearing a beautiful sparkling red dress and she flutters in on her wings holding a thing of both mineral water and then some hot cocos. Looks almost like it's a little bit too heavy for her to be carrying all of it. Oh, let me help you with that. Thank you so much. She says, I gotta think of a voice for her. Hey there. (laughs) (laughs) Hey there. I love it. Hey there, it's, uh, I got your drinks for you. Oh, thank you. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> You're exactly, welcome. Exactly what we asked for, plus some additional Yeah, I love options. hot cocoa, so I thought I would get you some hot cocoa. <laughs> thank you. What's your name? Oh, my name's Peppermint. Hi, Peppermint. <laughs> you can call me Pepper or Peppermint. It's fine. Either one's fine. Can well, she thank stay you so here much. forever? I love Peppermint. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and this one over here, he doesn't talk much, but that's, uh, you see in the, standing in the doorway, just waiting for Peppermint to go through, holding a, a tray full of all kinds of delicious things, including a charcuterie board. Yes, thank you. <laughs> the balance is mostly sweets and then the protein that is on the charcuterie board. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, I just uh, didn't want to have a sugar it's rush. It's going to be mostly sugar here. <laughs> You see a dryad standing in the door. He has bark skin. I know dryads aren't supposed to be men, but I don't care. I don't care. He has bark skin and vibrant evergreen hair that is braided with little baubles and tinsel. And she says, this is Cedrus. Cedrus doesn't talk a bunch, but he's a sweetie. Hey. Hey, what's up? Hi, Cedrus. It's nice to meet you. Thank you. It's nice to meet you, too. We don't have meat here, but... I guess they use magic to make use of meat and cheese. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Magical meat and cheese. How thoughtful. I don't know how they did it, but yeah. It's magic. Don't ask questions. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you both. Looks great. (laughs) All right. So what are you all doing here? Uh, we're, I, I suppose we're about to go through some trials. Ooh, trials. Can you tell us anything about the trials? I have no idea. We've never had anybody do any trials here. Oh, really? Yeah, it sounds like something the Frost Father just did because he was born. Oh, oh no. Oh, um. Oh, he's a sweetheart. He's he's such a sweetie. It's... What's up with the Nolas guy? Oh, don't mind Nolas. He's got to stick up his butt, but he's a good guy. I heard the Frost Father turns people into ice. <laughs> yeah, sure. He definitely does. Oh. And, and, and Cedrus is like rolls his eyes. I don't think he actually does that. Oh god! Oh gosh! Oh. Thank goodness. I was wondering if that was just something Nolas was telling us to get us to stick, you know, to the yeah, Nolis, prescribed. Nolas is just kind of like over it at all times. <laughs> Why does he work here? Uh, I mean, he he's an integral part of the operations here, but. I'd work here just to wear that costume, personally. Aren't these outfits beautiful? (laughs) They're so good. And, you know, speaking of that, I have, you look in those wardrobes, we got stuff for you to wear. Oh, do you? Awesome. And you can open them up. And what colors would you like for your magical frost land outfits? Especially you, darling, your your coat looks a little worse for wear. Oh, yes, I'm I'm terribly sorry. We were attacked by ice methods on our way here. I don't want to bite on Nolas's style too much because he definitely would get annoyed <laughs> mm-hmm. and maybe do something to thwart us. So I'm going to pick something like it's a forest green, you know, festive holiday colors, but mostly green. I normally only wear white. Yeah, we can do that. But I'm going to add some peppermint stripes. <gasps> that sounds delightful. And then you. I, I like red. Everything red. 
I would not have expected that from you, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> I think he would look good in red. Aww. I agree, Cedrus. I think that he would look lovely. Hmm? <laughs> you guys. All right. Well, uh, I think Anolis is going to be up here soon, but uh, hang tight. Eat, eat food. If you need anything, just say peppermint. Peppermint. I love peppermint. And I'll show up. Or for Cedrus, you can just be like, hey, Cedrus. <laughs> I just like to be appreciated, and so I like to hear you, you say that you love peppermint. Okay. <laughs> Listen, we don't get a lot of guests here. Well, I do love peppermint. Thank you both so much for your yeah, help. Thanks. Well, no problem. Thank you. Good luck on whatever these trials are. Yeah. yeah. yeah good luck. As they leave the room. <laughs> you are left to enjoy your food for a reasonable amount of time before another knock on the door. And it is no less who enters and says, All right, are you all you all fed? Doing okay? I think so, yes. What is it that we're going to be doing for this first trial, Nolas? Oh boy. Well, you know, never done this before, but this is a great way, again, a great way for me to spend my time is babysitting a bunch of outsiders who think that they're special and they deserve special treatment. But um, yeah, so your first trial, you're going to have to deal with Jamosi. She's a yeti. She has a temper. Is she hot? I've never seen her, but she's been screaming all day and all night and creating avalanches from the screaming. She lives up in the mountains. Is this something that's been ongoing for a long time, or is it's it just been like for the recently? last week? Oh, I wonder if something happened to her to make her upset. I'm sure that's it, and not just that she's a yeti. Nobody's asked her what's going on. That's what your job is. Well, I mean, but it took you this long. Listen, I've been incredibly busy. It is going to be Christmas soon, and I have a lot of responsibilities. And so, you know what? I didn't have time to go talk to the screaming yeti. Wow, oh, no, it's quite all right. Th- we understand. You can't do it all. He glares. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So, just before we go up into the mountains and I lead you there to your icy death, I guess I should get to know more about you. Oh, uh, we don't really have to. Let's go up. <laughs> okay, great. You can bring peppermint no, back I in here, though. Talk to no why do you why are you here? I mean, you said you need to save your that was a bunch of bullshit, right? Wow. Um, what would you think if I said no? I'm not sure, honestly. I I don't know if anyone's genuinely come here for anything but wanting something for themselves. Oh. Well, I do want to see my daughter for myself. That's it's not really altruistic. I mean seeing your daughter on holidays. I guess part of the Christmas spirit. What are you hoping for for Christmas, Nolis? To have a day where I could just chill out and do nothing and maybe hang out with the ice puppies. Just chill. Oh, that does sound nice. I hope that you get it. That's not going to happen, though. I'm way too busy. And now I have to do this bullshit, so now I'm going to be behind on my schedule. Anyway, why are you here? You're a princess. What are you doing here? We already told told you no yeah you were crying the whole time why are you here really like you're a princess you can do whatever the fuck you want well not really i'm not the main ruler i still have father and mother to deal with and uh yeah this is our main chance to get lanny to see the baby as lanny's been outcasted from the kingdom so are you guys like a couple oh no um 
I was going to marry this guy and I really didn't want to. So I convinced Lanny to get me pregnant via turkey baster situation so that I didn't have to get married. Wow. Yeah. Why are you here? Well, I've known these two since since we were kids and I want them both to be happy. I know how much Christmas means to the princess and I I think it's it it's it's b- b- bullshit. I think it's it's bullshit Whoa. that that Lady hasn't get a chance to to meet his daughter. Whoa, so, whoa, buddy. Yeah, whoa, calm down. Oh, Derek. That's okay, Derek. Yeah, I'm a dangerous guy when I, I, I want to be. I can definitely tell yeah. Derek that you are right. The most dangerous man I've ever met. Don't well, how, can, how can we help you, Novus? How can we help you? Wrap this up as quickly as possible. The first step is the Yeti. I'm going to come with you because uh. I guess, like, I don't want you guys to die in the in the frosty mountains. Oh, that's so kind of you. Thanks. Mostly because it's just too much paperwork. What are we doing after the Yeti? We are going to survive. It'll be fine. Oh, I don't think the Frost Father has decided that yet. Oh, I see. I think he's pretty sure that you're not going to solve this Yeti thing. All right, let's go. All Let's right. go solve the Yeti thing. Gotta get home before the festival. The time passes differently here. Oh, so you'll, prob- you'll probably be okay. okay. Or you won't. Maybe oh, it'll no. be like weeks in the future and you've missed the festival. No. Oops. And this would all have been pointless. Come on, Nolas. Total waste of my time. I'm just kidding. It should be fine. All right. Uh, I have a question for you guys. Uh, uh, what's, what, what's the Yeti? Oh, oh. this will be fun. Hey there, it's your DM Emily with a few quick announcements before we go back out into the snow. First of all, in case you're a new listener, our cast for this episode is Sarah as Lanover, Holly as Derek, and Desiree as Aaron. And of course, me, Emily, as the DM. Our Christmas theme song was written and performed just for our show by Ye Trixie Bard Elena Salamanta. We love her so much and appreciate how she makes our dumb ideas come to life. You can hear the full song at the end of the episode, and full music and sound credits can be found in the episode notes. If you need even more holiday romance in your life, don't worry, we've got you covered. We just released Kissmas Spirit, an easy-to-learn one-page tabletop role-playing game inspired by our love of holiday rom-coms. Grab some friends or a partner and become your own walking holiday tropes as you try to find love in time for Christmas. All proceeds from Christmas Spirit will be donated to the Trevor Project, which supports LGBTQ young people in need. You can find the link to get Christmas Spirit in the episode notes. And if you play it, let us know how it goes by mentioning us at, at Roll for Romance on Twitter or sending us a good old-fashioned email. If you enjoy Roll for Romance please go ahead and subscribe and leave a review. Spotify even has reviews now, and it would be a really great help to us if we could get some reviews on there. And lastly, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, my cold, dead, unfeeling heart, which has been warmed by you, thank you so much for listening. The fact that you're listening and hopefully enjoying our show is just mind-boggling to me. This has been a dream of ours for a really long time, And it's become reality because of all the people who listen and support us. So my Christmas wish is that you have a safe and love-filled holiday season. We'll see you in the new year. So I would like you all to make some survival checks for me going up this mountain. 
Wonderful. Your clothing is keeping you from getting any kind of issues from the frost. It seems like it's imbued with some kind of cold resistance. I got an 11. I got a 10. 12. It's going to take you a few hours to get up the mountain into the realm of this Yeti Jamosi. Nolis will let you guys lead the way. There are a few times where he, he just shakes his head when you start to go one way. And there are a couple times where he has to reach out and stop one of you before you almost go over like a ledge or fall down a snowbank. There's one time where he, he has to grab Lanny's arm and pull Lanny back. And then there's a brief moment when he's holding Lanny and then he like pushes Lanny away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when you were close to him, he smelled like cinnamon and ginger and spices. Mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Aaron just looks at you like, mm-hmm. There's a, a brief moment and then he just kind of pushes you away. You've got to be more careful. Almost as if on cue, you hear the screaming in the distance up the mountain of a yeti crying out in what could be pain or anger or you're not sure what. And then a few moments later, there's a rumble and snow starts to pour down the mountain. I need you all to make dexterity saving throws for me. Oh God, I rolled a two, so I got an eight. 21. A 15. Both Lanny and Nolis, just the shower of snow goes directly down on top of them before they can dodge out of the way. You two are able to get out of the way quickly, but you see that Nolis and Lanny are completely covered under this avalanche of snow. Derek will turn into an arctic wolf and start digging. I love Derek. When you fell over in the snow, you both kind of fell and you're like entangled in each other a little bit. And then he laughs a little bit as he feels the paws of, of Derek digging him out. So when Derek sees them entangled in each other's arms, he's going to look at the princess and go, oh. Oh. Can, I, can I get a hand or something? I pull him out. Sorry about that. Oh, <sighs> um, uh, Lanny starts uh, smoothing his hair back and trying to like get himself cleaned up. And he's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry about that. Uh, Try to make sure it doesn't happen again. Oh, Lanny, why are your cheeks so red? I was hot in this. I bet you were. Let's go. Okay. So make one more survival check for me to get the rest of the way up the mountain. 21 for a wolf there. This has got to go. Critical fail. Oh no. I got a six. Fortunately, with a natural 20, Nolis and Derek are able to guide you guys up the rest of the way to the mountain. You get to the mouth of a cave and the the screaming that is coming from there is almost deafening. What do you do? Hello, Yeti. We don't know if if she's friendly. We'll find out after. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. What do you want? Leave me alone. We heard you crying and came to see if you needed any help. You did? Yes. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> I got a 10. I don't believe you. You're just here to make fun of me. Oh no, we would never make fun of you. I would never. <laughs> what is it that you need? We just can... go away. No. It oh, sounds like honey. you really need a friend right now. Make a persuasion check. Oh, it's a 14. That's not the worst. 14's okay. Yeah. There's a, a little bit of a silence, and then you hear this, the loud stomping of feet coming from the cave, and you see the shadow from firelight behind it fill up the mouth of the cave, and then a normal-sized yeti 
emerges. You can see that her fur is just completely tear-stained all over the front. It looks like she's been crying for a week. She has these dark circles under her eyes. Her fur is kind of matted and not well kept in some places. And she looks miserable and she says, I'm, I'm sorry, was I being too loud? Oh no. We were just concerned. <laughs> you can come inside if you want. Princess Erin takes her hand and pats it and says, tell us what's the matter, dear. Okay, make a a procedure check with advantage. 19. Yeah, with the 19 and the hand holding, she stops shaking a little bit and she says, she she left me. Oh no. Who? My love. She left. I don't have anyone left. There's no point. There's just no point. I'm so lonely. Oh, Derek's gonna go lean against her leg and put his head on her knee. And he's still a wolf, right? Yeah. Just Derek. Just Derek. She pats you. She says, thank you, wolf friend. She, she left. It was about a week ago. We had a day night and she came up and she said she was ending things. I just love her so much, and I didn't show her how much I appreciate her. And now it's all over. It's all gone. Maybe there's some chance that you two could reconcile. I don't know. I've I've tried calling out her name, and... I thought maybe she would hear how upset I was and show up, but... She doesn't care anymore. You said that you didn't show her how much you loved her. Maybe there's something that you could do to show her now. Like what? Well, I, not knowing anything about her, I... She's the most beautiful, sweetest, kindest, most wonderful person I've ever met. Oh God, why did she leave me? You just said you weren't very nice to her, so that's probably why. I was nice to her. It's just, you know, when you're a Yeti, you gotta do Yeti things. And there were a couple times when I was a little bit emotionally distant. It's hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be strong and tough when you're a Yeti. And it's hard to tell people how you really feel. And now I've lost her because I couldn't, I couldn't tell her. Do you know where she went? Oh, I'm sure she's down in the orchards. Well, I'll go talk to her and see if she might be interested in reconciling. You would? Of course. Tell you trying. what. I can help you. We'll write a letter to her. In your words. Oh. Tell her how you feel. I, I guess I can do that. I don't know how to write, so it'd be good if you could do it for me. Of course, of course. Wipe up those tears and brush that nice fur. Okay. Get it together. Okay. She's been patting Derek like over and over <laughs> and over again. A little bit too rough at some points. Just like oh. like the Eric's fur is pits. getting pr- yes. pulled back and his eyes get wider. This <laughs> 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 is a really nice wolf. His okay. name is Derek. Derek. You're a good boy, Derek. You start to clean her up and help her write a letter to her love. I don't I don't know what to say. I don't know how to tell her how I feel. How Speak do you from feel? your heart. Okay. 
Sparina, you are the most wonderful person I've ever met. You bring light into the darkness of my heart. I was lost before we met. I wish that I could tell you how much you mean to me. I don't know what else to say. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful letter. What would you like to do if you were to reconcile? I mean, I I wanted to to settle down. And Does she know that? No, she thought that I was a wild yeti and that I wanted to have my wild yeti ways. And I, you know, I, I have a reputation to keep. So I, I told her that I was, I was, I needed to be free and wild like the other cool yetis. Oh, you dumbass. That's why she left. I know, I know. You need to tell her what you're willing to give up to make this relationship work. I guess I could give up marauding through the mountains. All right. I never really liked it anyway. I just want to stay home and have tea. Yeah, if you never like, be true to yourself. It's just, it's tough when everybody else is saying, you're a yeti, so you gotta maraud, and you gotta scare people, and you gotta, you gotta be tough and fierce. Who cares what other people say? Other people are always telling me all the time I have to be quiet and stop dressing like that, and stop running around the to town committing like arson, Could but we, I can wait, do what, what I want. <laughs> Be true to yourself. No, no, let's get looks at you. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> but he doesn't say anything. You should be true to yourself. You well, should both be true to yourself. No one died dreams. in that fire anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter what everybody thinks. It just matters how you feel and how Sparina feels. I don't know what I would have done without you all. I've just, I haven't been able to stop crying. Did, I, did anybody get hurt? Is everybody okay? Yes. <laughs> Everybody's fine. fine. Nobody even noticed. Well, we did notice that you were very sad, but that's all right. I'm sorry. I should have. I should have come up here sooner. I. I got busy, and I should have noticed that Sparina wasn't going up to visit you anymore. But hopefully, we this will be fixed now. Or at least, if not, then you have closure, and you know that Sparina has moved on, and you'll need to find a way to move on too. I wouldn't blame yourself, Nolis. You really can't keep track of everything that's going on. It sounds like you've got a lot on your plate. I mean, I do, but it's part of my job to care for the people that that live here. And so, you know, I let it fall through the cracks. Shall we take this letter to Sparina? Woof. I think I think I can come. I think I can give no, it no, to no. her. No, no, no. I think you need to brush your hair first. Well, what, maybe we could do that first. Okay, and let's then... do that. Could I? Could I get a makeover montage? Of course. Derek howls. So you head back down towards the orchard where you had seen Sparina work before, and you see her cute little gnomish form up in the trees, and she sees this yeti form coming towards her and she jumps down and she crosses her arms and she says what are you doing here give the yeti a little push <laughs> forward the, uh, jimosi stumbles a little bit forward i i have something for you sparina and hands her the letter what's this she opens it and reads it and you see like a little tear start Aww. to go down and Jamosi's like, I'm, I've been an idiot. I've been an idiot. I love you so much. You're my best friend. And life was nothing before I met you. You, you helped me figure out who I truly am. And 
If you'll have me, I will do anything I can to show you how much I love and appreciate you. And Sparina looks up with tear-filled eyes, and she says, Oh, Jimmy! And she runs over and, and leaps up into Jamosi's arms, and they have a tender embrace. And, you know, it's a little odd, because she's a gnome <laughs> size, and it's a yeti. Well, no judgment. But they make it work. It's yeah. very sweet. They have a very Aaron sweet Aaron is just <laughs> sobbing. She's yes. so happy. Uh, you guys, make a perception check for me. Eight. Eighteen. Fourteen. Aaron, you catch a little tear rolling down uh, Nolas's cheek as he watches this, and then he quickly wipes it away. Aww. Well, I guess I guess we can call that a success. I think so. I see yeah. happy. What's I'm, next, Nolas? I'm feeling pumped. You know, honestly, I'm feeling kind of pumped too. So I think the next thing is, and there's only two two trials. The Frost Father says that you need to find a present for him that will warm his cold heart. Oh my, what is he hmm. like? I will leave that to you to figure out. Okay, um, maybe we can talk to some of the people here and see if any of them have any ideas of what his tastes are like. Yeah, good idea. What I would like you guys to do is make some investigation checks to see who you can find and talk to about what I kind of presents. I know who I want to ask. Okay, if you know who you want to ask, that's fine. Peppermint, peppermint, I love peppermint. <laughs> and a big puff of peppermint smoke um, appears. Peppermint, she says, oh, I just love, I love hearing when people say that. I love hearing my name. I know it's very vain, but I love it. Uh, what do you need? We're supposed to find a gift. For Father Frost to warm his cold, dead heart or something. He has a pretty cold heart. Oh, it's like I thought you said it was kind of nice. Oh, okay. Do you have any ideas of what, uh, do you know any of his innermost secrets? You know, I really don't, but uh, I guess like, you don't have cash, do you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm afraid that that's not... Um... It, was, it was honestly yeah. it was a joke because I don't think Faye are really into like just getting money so i don't know well do you know anyone who would know he's kind of a mystery to me make just an investigation check for me or an insight check actually 21 you get the sense that peppermint is withholding information from you peppermint i get i mean i mean i yeah i get the sense that you're withholding information no, from us. why would i do that come on peppermint okay fine. this is for the good of lanny seeing his baby Wait, Lanny needs to see his baby? Yes, that's what the whole thing's for. What? Why didn't anyone tell me that? Oh, Lanny's never, never been anything. able to meet his baby, and this is his only chance, Peppermint. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> Start <laughs> sobbing. I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, I think that he he doesn't really like like physical gifts. You know, like so I don't think he would want, like... A, like a physical present he would probably like an experience or like some heartfelt words so like a hot air balloon ride over the mountains like what peppermint i don't know i don't know <laughs> that's all i know is that he, he's gotten presents from people before and he just throws them in the garbage oh rude maybe we could put together a performance does he have a diary or something we can like steal oh i'm sure he has a diary 
I'm, I'm not sure if stealing his diary is <laughs> necessarily the Lanny, don't be to... a spoil sport. This is perfect. How else are we going to get to know everything about him other than reading his innermost secrets he writes in his diary? That I'm assuming he keeps under his mattress. It's gonna it's gonna be pretty tough getting in his bed chambers, but I don't know. I, I might get into his bed chambers. But, I mean he's not really my type, but he doesn't know that. Oh whoa. <laughs> 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 um, well, I'm gonna pretend it's I didn't it's still like right here. Yes. <laughs> Nolas, you didn't hear any of that, you get I, me? I I didn't hear anything. You guys can also, do Nolis, what you want to do. Also, why aren't you helping? Don't you know him very well? I'm supposed to be like an impartial observer and just facilitate the experience. But I guess experience. I would say, I don't know. What did you think when you saw him? He looked bored. I was too busy crying. He looks a little tired. Yeah. Maybe like some eye creams and like a good movie night with the girls. And Lanny, who's a boy right now. Thank you. It's and Derek, who's not a girl. You guys, okay. We need more girls. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> That's how you feel. This about is such a sausage <laughs> fest. The peppermint's like, I'm here. Hey, peppermint. Okay. I mean, are you are you busy later? We could I mean, we I could spend some time together. So. I mean we got the festival to get back to, but you're welcome to come. Are you invite me to the festival? You, yes, please come to the festival. As like, as like what? As like friends or? I mean, I don't know. What do you, what are you thinking? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would love to be your date. All I know is peppermint, peppermint. I love peppermint. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> she starts to blush. <laughs> okay, it's a date. We're, get, we're making this happen. We're making this happen for sure. Peppermint's we're getting into that bedroom. We're getting that diary. <laughs> I have a date. <laughs> All right, let's date with a princess. Cedrus is not going to believe this. <laughs> yeah, where is Cedrus? Yeah, he, he turns to the corner and he starts walking down the hallway. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, yeah, you had to call Cedrus and say, hey, Cedrus. Hey, Cedrus. Oh, hey, yeah. What's up? <laughs> uh, so we're wondering if you had any insight besides stealing the diary. Um, we have to give Father Frost a gift. I heard that he likes dogs. Oh. And then uh, everybody make a perception check for me. 19. 16. Five. I would say that only Lanny notices a very subtle glance exchange between Nolus and Cedrus. Almost like Nolus is like kind of looking at him like be quiet kind of look. Oh, I see. Yeah. A warning look of sorts. I see. I don't know. Maybe not. We don't want to get you in trouble. So don't don't worry about it, Cedrus. I, I mean, I like dogs. Dogs are cool. Dogs I are would want a dog wonderful. as a present, but yeah. Oh, a dog is a present. Or just like a dog experience. A dog, dog experience. experience. Like... Well, Derek, if you wouldn't mind giving him a dog, we can give him a dog experience. You know? I, I, I could if, you know, somehow I feel like in this magical land, rules might be bent so that I could uh, turn into a, to a beast uh, more than twice in one day. Just... I think that, that that could be something that can happen here. Well, wonderful. He could be a dog, distract him while I get in and get the diary. And then we can find out what he really wants. 
think, I don't know, guys. I think probably what he really wants is connection. Isn't that what everyone wants? Exactly. Not that one guy in town who hates Kismet. No, but I think he might yeah. want connection. Just maybe with someone that he can't have it with. I understand the feeling, though, but you know, sometimes you have to let the, the other person live their life and be okay with it. Derek, what are you talking about? Let's nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Not talking about anything. All right, so we break it in or what? All right, here I'm going to distract everybody. Stand back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In a puff of frost and snow, you turn into a corgi. So are you going to just like go running into the, into the, uh-huh. the, past the room, I guess? Yeah, I'm going to go run to where the father is. He's probably in the throne room. Okay. Staring wistfully Little out the window. Nails click. Click, 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 click. Running in there. Okay, I need you to make a performance check to show him how cute this corgi is. 16. Cool. Does anyone want to do any do anything to enhance this corgi performance? I'm going to play some adorable corgi music on my my flute. Okay, make a performance check. God, an 18. Nice. Okay, this is a magical corgi moment as the corgi prances into the room, the flute accompanies it, and you, the frost father turns around and he says, What is this? A corgi? Come here, come here. And he <laughs> the corgi to come over and he starts giving him scratches and, and like rubbing his belly. He's like, Oh my gosh, you're just the cutest little thing I've ever seen in my life. So he is thoroughly distracted. All I'm right. Like, Heist music. So you uh, head your way up. Peppermint will unlock the door for you. Just make it quick. Make an investigation check to look for a diary. 14. 14. So you're rustling through things. Are you trying to be careful when you're looking through things? Or are you going to leave a mess? I'm being careful. Okay, then make also please make a dexterity check for me. 15. Okay. It takes you, you're getting a little bit nervous. You're looking through things. You looked in all the typical places, like under the pillow, under the mattress, in a dresser, like in like a desk drawer, all the classic diary places. And you're about to give up hope, but then you see small leather bound notebook with gold leaf on the edges of the page, sitting a little bit askew in a bookshelf and it, and it calls to you. I go and... Pick up the diary slash book, whatever it is. You pick up the diary or book or whatever it is, and you open it up. And indeed, it does look like a journal of some some sort. And it has just different musings on what happened that day. Make an insight check for me as you're reading through it. No, I have terrible insight. Seven. You're having a hard time getting a vibe off of what the Frostfather would be into from this. The one thing that I will say is that you don't... The style of writing does not seem to match the persona that you saw in the throne room. Is it, it sounds like it's really boring. I shake out the pages and make sure there's no juicy notes or photos tucked inside. No juicy notes or photos. And I just put it back on the shelf. And then I heist music my way out of the room. <laughs> okay. You make it back. Peppermint's like, come on, we got to get out of here. I think he's getting tired of the corgi. And by this point, you're like trying to race around him in circles that he's getting bored. I've had enough of this corgi. I, your flute music is nice, but I grow tired of it. Please leave. Okay, I'll try it out. And about that time, you have returned from the bedroom. You meet up with your friends. 
Well, did you find anything? No, but I did find this bottle of uppers in your coat from that Greg guy. Thinking now, maybe he needs these. <laughs> well, too soon. Okay, I'll just keep them for later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if you want to party, we can party. <laughs> uh, he did. He did want an experience. They That's said true. So. Uppers are an experience. So. Yeah. So, what are you guys uh, going to make a decision about what you're going to do? The diary stealing didn't work out for you? Well, what what all kinds of things did you read in there? Um, it was just really boring day-to-day stuff. Did he seem lonely or He seemed bored. I mean, but what can we do as a group? I can set part of the castle on fire. Let's that save that on his boring. <laughs> um, he did really seem to like it when you cried, oddly. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of weird. Hey. So he's bored. You're a good crier, actress. Thank you. You're a great musician. Maybe we should put on a Christmas show. See, that's what I was thinking to right, begin fine, with. Fine, fine. What? What? What's wrong with that idea? I like the fire idea better. It's more exciting. But that's why you could do your show first. If not, I'll just set it on fire. Set the show on fire? It's you know the stage or whatever. It's fine. No one's just looks at you concerned. I mean, I probably wouldn't recommend setting the palace on fire, but you know, that's something different, I guess. More of a headache for me, but... Let's not do that. Oh, I don't know if we have enough time to put together a show. We won't have any time to rehearse. What does Kissmas mean to you? Is there any way of expressing that through a song or a, a dance? I don't know. I'm not really an artist. Hmm. What does Christmas mean to us? For me, well, it's actually usually a bittersweet time of year because I don't have anybody like that in my life, but I was very much looking forward to meeting Sylvia. Maybe we could put on a play about being lonely at Christmas. Sounds kind of. That's something that we all understand. He did like the crying. That's true. (laughs) I think maybe being lonely at Christmas, but then. Just the spirit of Kissmas. Yeah. Just fills your heart with with joy. Maybe we could start out lonely and then whoever we choose as our protagonist can find love. I think uh how about Nolas? Do you want to be our protagonist? I mean I guess if you need me to, I will. Sure, the more the merrier. So you all have taken because we're gonna fast forward. You'll have taken the afternoon to plan what the play is going to be and who is going to be a part of it. So I would like everybody to tell me an element of what's going to happen in the play. Let's start with Lanny. All right. Um, So Nolis is our protagonist and he starts out very lonely. He's overworked. Um, He doesn't have time for a relationship. And Kismas is just kind of a sad time for him because he is alone. And then he meets his love interest, who's played by someone who knows who that is. Um, We're still trying to figure that out. And at first, that's a little annoying to him because he does have so much work to do. But then he's like, hmm, maybe there could be more to Kismas if I open my heart. Derek, what are you contributing to this play? Contributing my vision. See, I think Lanny should play the love interest. And I think... That Nolas should be visited by a spirit <laughs> who tells him life is too short. You gotta grab love when you find it. And then there's this beautiful, 
amazing, charismatic, gorgeous, intelligent <laughs> creature of desire, Lanny. And they bake cookies and sing Christmas carols and look at each other across a fire that's going to be set by Princess Erin. <laughs> and they realize the spirit of Christmas is making them want to kiss. That sounds pretty good. I will be handling all of the choreography. Ooh. Wonderful. What role are you going to have in the play, Derek? I think I should direct. Oh, oh okay. That, that's ambitious. Yeah. <laughs> Derek, I do think you have a really good vision, though. I'm, I'm not quite as clear on what we should do, so maybe you should direct. Okay, uh, I will. And maybe, uh, maybe Cedric can can be my co-director. I mean, I, mean, I can, uh, I can help with the props and, uh... Well, what uh, I'm gonna I'll need you like to do mostly is stand really close beside me. In case I need to bounce ideas off of you, or... Oh, yeah, I can do you that. Know, maybe I, I need somebody to hold my hand when I'm getting a little nervous. Like for, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, I can, thanks, man. I can hold, he, he reaches out a barky hand to you. <laughs> is this helpful? <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. You guys need a moment? Maybe later. <laughs> Maybe Jumori could handle the props. I love props. I figured you did. I you love just... all kinds of pretty nice things. Oh, that's why I love Sparina so much. She starts to cry again. Oh, <laughs> okay. so anyway, so you've got the plot, the yes. actors, the director, the handholder, the pyrotechnics <laughs> coordinator, and choreographer. Um, Peppermint will just be... Uh, she's a dancer. She's a dancer. Okay, Peppermint will be a dancer. All right. So it is time for the performance. Because this is a podcast, <laughs> we're not going to act out the whole performance. But I would just like to, I guess, go through some of the, the beats of it, so to speak. So we start. You've set up a beautiful set in the throne room. The Frost Father is begrudgingly watching... He's got, like, a little blanket on his lap and, like, a little bucket of of caramel corn that he's eating. He's like, oh, impress me. And then the curtain draws, and it is Nolis sitting at a desk, writing furiously, and he balls it up, and then he throws it on the ground, and he's like, I'll, I'll just never get anything done. I'll never be able to have fun at Christmas because I just have so much to do. And then he balls up another one and he throws it a little higher. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm walking by and it hits me in the head. Oh, sorry about that. Oh, be a little more careful next time. What is this? And I pick it up and I open it. He's an accountant. That's it. He's an accountant. <laughs> He's an accountant. <laughs> it's an account. And I'm like, oh, did you mess up your sums? I did. It's hard to account for the heart sometimes. Oh, oh. Jesus. <laughs> sometimes it gets in the way. Why are you working tonight? It's Christmas Eve. <laughs> I don't really I don't really want to go home. I have a lot of work to do. I'm a very busy important man, and I need to make sure that the books balance and that everything is right. Never mind that I don't have anyone to go home to. Well, I can't go home. Why can't you go home? Oh, it's a long and tragic story. But 
Or maybe later when you're done with work, we could get together. I don't even know your name. Oh, uh, yes, it's, um, it's Lanaver. I'm Nolis. A pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you, Nolis. Well, give it a, give it some thought, and if you're free tomorrow. On Christmas? You're not busy? No. I don't have anyone to spend Christmas with. Pyrotechnics! Dancing <laughs> on, like, the pyrotechnics! A elaborate dance routine about, uh, about not having anyone to spend Christmas with. They You're dance together. On <laughs> okay, Derek, what happens next in the show? Alright, so yeah, there, what is happening is, is Lanny and Nolas are staring at each other wistfully. We montage into the dance and the pyrotechnics because mm-hmm. they're feeling their loneliness. Lanny slowly turns away and goes to walk out to go back to their room. And Nolas wistfully reaches out a hand. And at that point, we fade as Nolas puts his hand on his head and leans and falls asleep. And the spirit of Kismas visits him in a dream. <laughs> There's a long song. Okay. About don't let yourself be lonely on Christmas. <laughs> you only live once and you better do some kissing. <laughs> so no one wakes up. He's like, oh my God, I'm more than an accountant. I am more than an accountant. I need kisses in my life. It's not all about sums and ledgers, it's about putting. Some love into my heart. That's right. <laughs> yes! And he races off and he meets up with. There's another cor- dance routine as he's going through the streets. Oh, the oh, yeah, because Lanny didn't tell him where to find <laughs> He's him. searching for Lanny. Um, and the, at this point, the Frost Father has like the bucket of popcorn and he's just like holding up by his mouth. Just. In like so wrapped and so final dance routine as he finds Lanny. I want everyone to make a performance check for me. Natural twenty, holy shit! <laughs> Seven. Yes. Seventeen. I got, I got a twenty-seven. Oh my god! <gasps> okay, so uh, you light the curtains on fire with one of the pyrotechnics, <laughs> and so so you and Peppermint have to go and like put them out. Um, but your hands kind of brush against each other as you're as you're putting them out. I and see her. Yeah. Look at the flames mm-hmm. between the next to the burning curtain. Yes, and feeling the warmth of the fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we stare. We, we share a, a longing and uh, glance. Amazing. And then I'm like, "Oh crud!" And then I <laughs> fire out. Um, your directing is really good. You're doing a great Thank job. You. And you know what's really helping you is the fact that Cedrus has been holding your hand the whole time, and he gives you a little kiss on the cheek, and he says, "This is really good. You did a great job." Oh my god, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) You think I'm more of a dweeb. (laughs) That's why Derek is still single. Um, (laughs) And then in the the dramatic final moment, you can see, Lanny, that Nolis looks genuinely moved by what's happening. And there's the dance, and you guys are perfectly coordinated with your moves. You, You... gracefully get past the burning curtain of course that's, uh, <laughs> it's not you, my first you, time with a you make your way you do a beautiful <laughs> lift and then you fall down into Nolis's arms and you you just stand there for a moment and then you passionately kiss I was going to make it a stage kiss but then I thought 
The Frost Father will be able to tell. Yeah. When you practiced, it was a stage kiss and Nolis just kisses you and you feel just like sadness and the need for connection that feels more genuine than just an acting. The burning the, curtains fall. Yes, the curtains <laughs> fall. Ashes rising. Then, yes. as, you, as he releases you, you hear... Look, that's all I need. And he throws the caramel corn in the air and he says, That was spectacular. Okay, I guess we can help you. Thank you, Frost Father. And thank you, Nolas. We couldn't have done this without you. Thank you. Um, I'm glad that we can help you. Well, I guess you should be on your way. What? Nolas? What? Wait, 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 wait. No, Nolas. Come on, man. And and the Frost Father says, Yes, Nolas, come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) You said you needed a break and you wanted to have some fun. And I've been sitting here wearing the stupid outfit, doing these stupid things. Just feel something for once. What? I don't know what you want me to say. I'm... I will get what you need to help your festival get rid of the blizzard. And he, he goes away and he leaves the room. Wait, Nolas is going to... Wait a second. You guys, that was amazing, says the, the Frost Father stands up and he like... he is, His whole demeanor has changed. He's like, that was so good. You guys, you should be professional actors. I, I just couldn't... I couldn't keep my eyes off of you and the fire and the curtains. It was wait, so wait, unexpected. Wait. I mean, thank you, but but what's going on here? Oh, I mean the the Frost Father has spoken, and I'm going to aid you. Wink. Insight check. <laughs> got a fourteen. Eighteen. I got an eleven. Eleven. You are very confused, and you're kind of still looking, I guess, out where Nolis went. Yeah. Off. In fact, you could follow him if you wanted to. Yes, I'm going to follow him. him, So as you go after him, he's he's kind of gone off into the courtyard. But anyway, um, you guys both can tell that this guy is is has been acting. He's like, yeah, I'm the the Frost Father. Yeah, Peppermint. Who is this Joker? Oh yeah, that's um the that's what's his name i can't even remember he usually works in the kitchens but he's so handsome that sometimes the frost father puts him out there to like intimidate people he's working on his acting he wants to be an actor and so the frost father like indulges him sometimes and lets him pretend to be the frost father oh my goodness so has been the frost father the whole time i mean i thought that was pretty obvious well <laughs> No. Cedrus is like, yeah, that's why I said he liked dogs. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, you have raced after Nolis, who has gone out into the courtyard where all of those sculptures are. Snow is coming down. Nolis, you should come with us. What what are you talking about? I I can't come with you. To the festival. The Frost Father said that you could have the day off. The... Frostfather is in- incredibly busy and has a lot of stuff to do and I'm happy that he's willing to aid you. He probably should have just helped you from the start and not put you through this nonsense. I guess he wanted to tell 
how genuine you were, and it was wrong of him to put you through this. That's all right. We got to help a lovely Yeti, and we put on one of the best performances of my life, and I have to say, I really did enjoy the performance. Yeah, it was... It was. You're a very good actor. Was it all just acting? You guys exchange a glance, and he... He, he, he looks down for a moment. Make a persuasion check for me, Lanny. I'll give you advantage with that. Yay! Oh my god, I need caramel popcorn! We're all eating caramel popcorn looking <laughs> out the out, window. Yeah, you're yeah. watching. 24. No, I, I suppose it wasn't. Oh my god. I think that the people here will be just fine if you the assistant to the Frost Father, leave town for just a few days They'll survive. I'm sorry I lied to you, Lanny. I shouldn't have done that. It's okay. <laughs> now, kids! <laughs> yes. um, he looks at you and he says, I, I guess I could take a day or two off for yeah. someone who truly embodies the Kissmas spirit. And the, the snow flurries around you and he looks at you and he pulls you in close to him and he gives you a very gentle, warm, loving kiss and I grab the back of his head <laughs> and I'm gonna make it yep. a better kiss than that perfect love it okay every, I think we should all go he does like a little like foot you know how like in the things he does a little foot pop he does like a little foot pop yeah that's how you know it's true love it's, uh -huh. yeah. the foot pop <laughs> so flash forward to the Christmas festival Nolis has come with you and quickly dispelled the blizzard and helped with all of the setup using his magic and his Kismas spirit, inspired by the affection and understanding of Lanny and his friends. And Aaron, you were able to go back to the castle and bring with you for the very first time Sylvia. You see her. How is Sylvia dressed for the Kismas festival? Um, she is in an obnoxiously frilly dress, and she has pigtails and giant bows in her hair, and she looks like the most adorable thing you've ever seen in your life. So after you do your little Master of Ceremonies announcement, and actually some of the people in the town have learned this amazing play and have performed it, not as well as you did, but of course not. did a version of it, directed by Derek and Cedrus, who looks like a human man right now. You have a moment to the side where you can bring Sylvia to Lanny. Nola sees this and he just gives you a gentle pat on the shoulder and goes off to, to give you your privacy. And I walk over to Lanny holding the baby. I say, Lanny, this is your daughter. She'd like to meet you. And I put the baby in Lanny's arms. I gently cradle her and um and I cry. Aww. She reaches up a little a little tiny hand and just gently like kind of grabs at a necklace that you have on <laughs> and pulls your hair a little bit and makes cute little coo sounds and just looks at you with beautiful eyes that remind you a lot of your own. And I say, "Oh, sweetheart, you're even lovelier than I thought you would be." I'm so glad that we got this time. I love you very much. She does like a little giggle and, and a little smile at you and just starts to close her eyes a little bit and you can you feel that love and Nolis comes back and he says, you know we're going to find a way for you to 
see your daughter more. Maybe a Kissmas tradition? Oh. Oh, that would... <laughs> and Lanny starts to cry even harder. Oh. Oh. Thank you, Nolis. Thank you. The snow kind of comes up and, and swirls around you, and you have that little bit of peppermint sugary swirl, and then we fade off into the snow with Lanny and Aaron and baby Sylvia. Solid, honey. Is it cold outside or are you just happy to see me? Because it's XXXmas. Because I'll jingle all my bells for you. <laughs> 